0: Sometimes I think I've just got the best job on the planet. I mean, I get to sit in my office with my dog beside me and test out productivity tools and social marketing tools. I get to make fun little videos about how those technologies fit in our lives. And I get to sit down and record a podcast like this, having a chat with a community that I'm really engaged with and that I enjoy sharing with. Yeah, pretty darn lucky as far as that's concerned. This past week, I've been testing out, we've got some videos coming down the pipe on video email solutions, tools that will allow you to send email to individuals that are video, that are video based, Uh, but then all of these tracking tools that are built in so that that you can monitor the responses and manage the conversation. Some pretty cool tools in that space, but regardless of how many different social marketing tools that I look at for managing our social media and for creating video and for creating different media types, I'm always brought back to one thing that's so important for all of us to make sure that we have covered, and that is our website. And I know, Steve, you could talk about so many interesting and fun things, but I want to talk today about our website and the conversation we're going to have is why it's so important to you if you are looking to build an online business, why your website is still the most important single digital asset that you can create and why you have to pay attention to it and maintain it and make sure that it is a website for today. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Are you buckled in? It's gonna be website madness today on Grey Matters. Steve Dotto here. How the heck are you doing this fine day? Welcome to Grey Matters, the podcast for those of us in the Grey Zone. What is the Grey Zone? Primarily baby boomers and Gen X, those of us sporting a touch of grey. We're interested in finding our place in the digital age. On this podcast, we will learn about online marketing, community building, social networking, all from our perspective. The world's changing. The job market is not interested in us anymore. We're facing the prospect of a reluctant retirement and that is not cool. We need a side hustle to take our experience and put it to work for us. We need to develop mad skills, adapt and evolve in order to remain relevant in the digital age. I can help. This podcast can help. I'm glad you found us. I know there's plenty of exciting tools and different techniques that we can be talking about as if I'm trying to encourage you folks to build a better online business. So, why am I going back to websites today? Well, for a very simple reason the, websites are still the most important and most valuable tool that you have in your arsenal. And I think because websites are now old school. There are social networks with Instagram and Facebook and all of these other platforms, other places for us to communicate with people that we tend to forget just how valuable and how important our website is. So I'm going to take today and we're going to talk about what your website should have going for it to make sure that it is the proper home base for your online business, and I don't care. This is this is one that cuts across every single online business, every single person that's promoting themselves in the online space. Your website is still crucial because here's it's it's almost and it almost is playing defense to a certain extent for many of us. We think that a lot of people don't visit our website, and you might be right. You might not get a lot of traffic to your website, but every single person who comes to your website. You have to remember, every single person that comes to your website is visiting you. And this is where the anonymity, and an, anonymity, an, I don't know how to say the word, this is how the anonymous nature of the internet kind of comes up and bites us in the rump. Follow me for a moment as, as, as I walk you through this. When we publish content online, when we publish a blog post on our website or when we publish a website itself, we are p- kind of putting this content into this great morass that is the internet and is the online world. And we don't actually see the face of the person. We don't hear their voice of the person as they visit our website. But they're coming and they're visiting and they're reading our content, usually by choice. If they're coming to our website, it's not that it's been served to them in the feed as a Twitter or Facebook feed or an Instagram feed. No, they're coming to your website specifically. And what we have to realize is the tremendously intimate nature of that connection. They're clicking on your website, they're coming to your blog post and they are now in your space they're in your home to a certain they're in your business home they've come into your place of business and just because we don't see them we only see a number or a count of them having appeared there later on when we look at our analytics because we don't actually have a real time engagement with the individual that's at our website, I think we tend to minimize the uh, minimize the real nature of that visit. But somebody walking into your storefront or somebody coming into your home, you recognize because of the physical presence of them being there with you in real time, you recognize the import and the opportunity of that connection. We tend to not pay attention to that when we think about our website and this to me is a crucial mistake that we make and tremendous lost opportunity as a result. So I need you to start thinking about your website as the asset that it really is. It is the front door of your business, of your personality, of your persona, of your brand. It is the same as having somebody into your office to sit down for a face-to-face when they come to your website. So the import of developing and designing a good quality website is paramount. It's something that you have to pay attention to. So enough, I'll get off the soapbox now and let's talk about what it should entail, what your website should entail. And for me, it all comes down to creating engagement. I want people to come to my website first and foremost, and feel that I am paying attention and that I honor their visit, that I respect that they've come and that they can find exactly what it is that they're looking for. I want to I want them to have a satisfying visit and I want them to come back and I want them to go away having found what they look for. So how do we do that? How do we engender that how do we make sure that we have that that, that capability? If I kind of look globally at what our web what my website, has and what I imagine you should have as well. If you're trying to create engagement, you do so by making sure that your website is packed full of relevant content, the information, that your community is looking for. So, understanding what your community's pain point, what they're searching for, what how you can help them is is important. And uh, this is almost coaching in, you know, overall what your business is. It's the essence of your business is what should be contained at your website. Now, the reason that this is kind of all top of mind for me is we recently went through maybe Five months ago, four months ago, we went through a complete website redesign. And actually, it wasn't, I won't even say it's a redesign. We went through a reskinning of our website where we took and we reimagined what our homepage was, what the landing page was to our website. And I encourage you to drop by and visit at DottoTech.com and you'll see the work. And I'm really proud of what we did. I, I, I say I'm proud because I didn't actually do it. It was all Liz. Uh, Liz, Liz Azian, who is my designer, she works with me on all aspects of our business. She came to me and she said, I, I think we can do better with the website, Steve, and this is my idea. And if you take a look at what Liz did with our redesign of the website, when you visit it, right below the fold, like first we welcome people with a picture of me, so they know exactly where I am. We have an opt-in for our toolkit, which is all of the different tools that I use for productivity, which is what most people are looking for when they come to our website. Also delivers the most value to us as a business because if you opt in, then you're being added to our mail list. But right beneath that is a section that has, how many does it have here? I only count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I thought there was six. There's seven text buttons that are all of the activities that you can do at our webinar. And we've made them active. We say, join my webinar. I think personally for my business, the most valuable thing that I can have you do is join my webinar, come to a, visit us on webinar Wednesday to get to know more about our brand. That's really the gateway to enter our community. Next is listen to my podcast. Next is watch my videos, promote your product, which is uh, a new business venture that we're putting forward to help people uh, with doing a product showcase. Learn about my courses, hire me to speak, or enjoy my vlog. So in order of importance to me and relevance to the visitor, we have these seven master areas that are the activities that you might want to do when you visit. Our website. So, uh, having reimagined our website with this particular menu and this particular tree of, of, uh, of opportunities being presented right at the top completely changed my attitude towards the website itself. So rather than having people have to scroll down the length of the page—and our homepage is still fairly long and it's got all of our promotional materials and it's got all of our blog and vlog and video content all available readily as you scroll down th- through the entire page—but right there at the very top, I've created—or Liz, I should probably point out—Liz created a action, something for you to interact with to get to exactly where you want and get the information you want and get the engagement you want right at the top. And to me, that made all the difference in the makes all the difference in the world. I'm now proud of our website. Before the website was almost like, it's almost like you 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 live in a house and visitors come by and you've got kind of ratty furniture. Now you can sit in everything, but you're not proud of your environment that you live in. With the new version of the website, I'm proud of the website that we live in. It's become that to me. So I will leave it to you to determine what those most valuable aspects of your website are, where you want your community to have engagement, what you want them to take away, and what you want them to get access to as soon as they land. That's the basic design and the basic feel for your website, but think about it from that perspective as you go ahead. Now let's talk about some of the technical aspects of the website. And there's lots of different opportunities that we have to create websites using different creation tools. There are landing page creators like lead pages that will allow you to almost create an entire website right within the tool itself. Of course, we use WordPress which is an open source platform which is hosted on our own servers, which is kind of still the standard I would say for most online businesses, most flexibility but also requires the most technical knowledge as far as developing and maintaining your website. And I have people who help me with that, more on that in a moment. But there's also dedicated website builders, tools like Wix uh, that will allow you to create website environments. Now I've always kind of shied away from the website building apps like the Wix of the world. Uh, The reason was I'm not always sure how well they rank as far as Google search, although they tell us that they do rank very well within Google. And I think that for a lot of businesses, a lot of small businesses, they're now probably a really reasonable way to go. Again, it's not something that I've tested out a lot so I can't give you a lot of valuable feedback on whether or not it's the best direction for you to go, but it is worth looking at and they're quite affordable. For those of you that are a little bit more serious about your business, getting into WordPress is, I think, a really healthy step. Now, here's the challenge of developing a WordPress website: is learning the technical capability, learning how to actually create and manage your website yourself. If you are, if your skills lie in another area, is is quite a learning curve. Now, I decided to take that on myself when I, when I reinvented myself after doing the TV show. One of the things that I did is I built my first website myself. It to be honest, was god-awful. It was a terrible website, but I learned what WordPress can do and I learned how it worked and I got a a feel for all of the technical switches that it had within it so that I understood what the potential that I could deliver was. And ultimately, that has served me very well. When we really had a successful website uh, with this one here, I have a team now that helps me out and that includes Liz who does all of our design work and I've got a technical back end person Dave Hathaway who helps us out and we he actually hosts all of our uh, all of our sites on his site because sometimes things break and and I would say probably on a monthly basis Something goes wrong on the website because of updates to WordPress or updates to different plugins, and something stops working. As soon as we get notified of that, I don't spend a lot of time worrying about it. I send Dave a text and he fixes it for me. It costs a little bit of money per month, but it keeps our website up and operating, and our downtime is now minimal. And that always reflects well on us. And when people come to your website, if things are broken, if things don't work, even though it's often not your fault, usually not your fault, Uh, it still reflects badly on you. People tend to judge you by how well your technology performs. So making sure that you have as much uptime as possible is just good business from, from multiple aspects. So if you are going to redesign your website or design a new website, bringing on a capable designer and having somebody who can manage the technical aspects of the website, sometimes it's the same person, is a good idea with one caveat. Be careful to make sure that whoever you hire doesn't get the opportunity to hold you hostage. Back in the old days, I can't tell you how many horror stories I heard of people who had websites developed in environments that they don't understand by developers who are... For a variety of different reasons, end up the relationship ends up going sour. Now, if you have to go to somebody else, you want them to be able to go into the website and be able to pick up where the other person left off. You want to have access to all of your accounts, all of your logins, all of your all of the different tools that you've purchased for your website. You want access to them. Don't let somebody hold those hostage and hold all of the access codes, hold hold all of the logins and be the only person that knows how to run your website because at the end of the day then you end up working for them instead of them working for you. You have to make sure that you are the one in charge and so be right up front with whoever you're hiring to do the work that you need access all the time and you need control over the website. It is your website. Some web development companies will, 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 will bristle at that to a certain extent. But if they are, then there's probably a reason that they're doing that and you probably want to be looking elsewhere. So that's kind of my advice as far as making sure that you're protected long-term because every relationship goes through bumps as you go down the road. Next, let's talk about some of the technical aspects that your website should have. So I always believe that your website should have plenty of opportunities for people to register for your newsletter or for your mail list, encouraging them to join your community in some way. So in in order to do that, we have what we call list builders. Uh, these are documents that people can download that add value to their lives. Our prime list builder is the toolkit. Is You want to know what tools I use for my productivity suite and what tools I use to create my videos? I've got a, a document that you can download. Uh, just give us your email address and you can have access to all of the tools and why I choose those tools. It's been proven to be a very valuable list builder for us. It's brought literally thousands of email addresses into our newsletter. And those people then can slowly become part of the community. Hopefully over time they'll read the newsletter, they'll start coming to the webinar Wednesdays, they'll start to realize all of the extra value we deliver and they grow as a participant in the entire Dotto Tech community. So making sure that you have a variety of good list building options, reasons for people to opt into your newsletter, opt into your mail list is paramount. Now some of those will end up being right in your face. Some of them are built into the, the flow of the document. For example, just when you visit our website, we say, hey, if you want my toolkit, here it is. Other people use pop-ups where these where these little windows will pop up on your face and they'll say, Do you want to sign up for our newsletter? Do you want our white paper? Do you want this? Do you want that? Now there's two schools of thought about that. And I imagine I know what tool, what school of thought we are all in as a visitor to websites is they're freaking irritating. They are super irritating to have these pop-ups pop up in front of your face. But from the business perspective, they're also really legitimate. They because they're asking you to sign up for my newsletter so I can put you into my funnel to ultimately do business with you. That's just good business. And if it's a little bit irritating to have the pop-up appear, then you have to ask yourself the question, if people are gonna leave your website and never come back because you've put a pop-up in front of them, you have to ask yourself if that person was ever gonna be part of your community to begin with. Just having numbers of people watching is not a business. It doesn't make a business. You need to have people engaging, you need to have people attending your events, purchasing your product, adding value to the community that's equitable for the energy that you put into the information and the content that you're sharing with that community. So I'm not saying go overboard with your pop-ups, but I it doesn't bother me when one appears. Now it bothers me when they are so frequent that you can't get out of them or they're disguised so you can't find the clothes box and all of those sorts of things. But if you deal with them just straight up saying, hey, I'd love to invite you to sign up for my mail list or do you want to join us for Webinar Wednesday? Uh, Those sorts of, I think, legitimate invites are perfectly kosher and they're things that you should consider and you should definitely have within your website. Now a little bit more subtle. Is making sure that you have a Facebook tracking pixel attached to your website as well. And now these tracking pixels go into the header code of your of your website. I know that sounds geek talk. What it what it basically is is it's a little notification that if people are using Facebook uh, and if they have Facebook on their computer when they visit your site, then the cookie registers, the pixel registers with Facebook that this person has visited your site. Now the beauty of the Facebook Pixel is that it creates a custom audience. Now you don't know the individual's name of the people who visit your website. That's protected in privacy so there are some areas of privacy that Facebook tries to do a decent job of protecting and we won't get into the propriety and the privacy issues around the Facebook Pixel but instead let's talk about the practical application and that is that when when that Pixel fires. A, a custom audience is created within Facebook, so that if you choose to market to do run Facebook or Instagram ads later to a community, you can actually make sure that you're advertising to people who already know who you are because they visited your website. Now that in the Facebook ad strategy goes well beyond that 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 one simple kind of uh, engagement to being able to create custom audiences that are lookalike audiences that are similar people to who those of who visited your website. But the fact that people have visited your website means they know who you are so if you're running ads into their Facebook feed, they already know who you are so you don't have to explain yourself and theoretically the traction on those ads should be greater and it allows you to target your ads more effectively. It's a big part of everybody's uh, online advertising strategy and the website really goes a long way to making that strategy work. Now, perhaps my favorite plugin that we add to our WordPress site—I uh, should explain—a plugin is—is is, are the different extensions that we add to WordPress to extend the functionality of WordPress. Maybe my favorite plugin is one called Pretty Links, and let me tell you how that one works. Pretty Links allows me to rename the URLs of any of the pages on my website or any of the blog posts on my website. So, you know how typically speaking, web pages have very cryptic and long names. Uh, you know, it's www.dottotech.com. It could be, you know, wp something, something, slash dot dot dot. You know, you've got all of these. <laughs> really long URLs. And if you're telling people to go to them, if you're t- directing people to a specific page, if you copy and paste that link, it's one thing, but expressing that page in the spoken word is a challenge. So you know from listening to this podcast that every week I tell you to go to dottotech.com forward slash Gray25. This is the 25th episode of Gray Matters. Go to Gray25 and then you can get all of the different notes from this particular episode, which is a good time for me to mention. If you want all of the notes from today's episode, go to DottoTech.com forward slash gray 25 Now when I create the podcast post in the blog, it's got a much longer title. It's got the title of whatever the podcast is. So this one is probably going to be called DottoTech.com, Why Your Website Matters is probably what I'm going to call this episode of the podcast. But that's a difficult thing to remember grade 25 is easy to remember it's a shortcut to get to that page and within the uh, within the within the uh, dashboard for pretty links within wordpress you can adjust and point different web URLs to whatever name you want. So we use this to make it easy to direct people to our podcast. You can also use this to direct people to different revenue properties such as affiliate opportunities. So if you go dototech.com forward slash Thinkific, you're taken to our Thinkific login page where you can sign up for Thinkific account. So it works from an affiliate relationship perspective. And I also use it for all of our webinars to make it easy for people to attend our webinars. So I've always got a different landing page each week for our newest webinar. So rather than sending you to some page that is that specific webinar coming up, if I just send you to DottoTech.com forward slash webinar Wednesday then I redirect that URL every week to the landing page for this week's webinar and it's easy to convey. It's an easy thing for people to remember when they're listening to a podcast or when they're listening on the road and they and they they, they don't have their computer so they can't copy and paste a link or they can't save a link. And it's easy thing for them to remember to type in. And it also looks good in a blog post or in any document, because it's not some big long URL, but instead it's this very little, short little URL that's easy to convey. Pretty links to me, one of the most valuable tools that I have on my website. Now, when we think about all of these different aspects that we add to the website, adding intelligent navigation, adding a good opt-in, a good way for people to connect with us, adding tracking so we know who's been visiting our website so that we can do active marketing afterwards, and then taking time to make sure our website is accessible and easily accessible through other communication mediums, just through the spoken word by a tool like Pretty Links, we start to see how we can make our website more valuable as we go along. And at the end of the day, all of the time that we spend cleaning up our website, making it more relevant, making it more pertinent is all time well spent, especially if you boil it back to how we started out today's podcast, talking about the intimacy of the visit. The fact a person visiting your website, when they see a website that's crafted for them, that they get access to the information that they're looking for, it it engenders a much more visceral, positive response from your community. They can tell that you've put in the effort. They can tell that you've crafted an environment that works for them. It's like visiting a friend's house that their house is put together and perfectly set up for entertaining. You feel welcome. You feel comfortable. You feel like your host has their act together and that all works to create a positive environment. I hope that you found this content today valuable. Listen, uh, looking forward to your comments. Let us know exactly what you think of of the podcast. Please share it with others. If you have time to create a podcast review for us, I really appreciate that in your podcast platform of choice. And of course, as always. If you want access to the notes with links of all of the products that we talked about today, where do you go? You know exactly where to go. Visit dottotech.com forward slash gray25 for all of the notes from today's podcast. Till next time, I'm Steve Dotto. Have fun storming a castle.